Welcome amazing youth and amazing listeners to the Redemption Youth Podcast. My name's Annie and I am part of the Redemption Youth team and today I'll be talking to you. So we're going to talk about what Pastor Josh talked on the past Sunday. He talked about a way in the wilderness and it's only the second part of our vision. We don't just have a vision Sunday, we have a vision month, which is amazing, amazing, amazing. And there's two more Sundays to go. So I encourage you, go listen to the first one, go listen to the second one. Even if you're busy getting ready for school, even if you're just chilling on your bed, switch on that sermon, listen to it and just receive. Isaiah 43 verse 18 to 19. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So um, yesterday, Pastor Josh talked about a way in the wilderness, which is so, so awesome. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, When he talks about a way in the wilderness, the wilderness is the world. The world is getting darker. A wilderness is dry. It's desolate. It feels like there's no hope. It feels like all you want to do is just try and find shade to survive. It's like this, this constant strain of just trying to survive. And then God's like, no, I will make a way in the wilderness. And when he says a way, it's not just not just a way to walk. No, he means like a paradise. Have you guys ever watched a movie and it's always in a cartoon and they're walking in a desert and they're dry, they have no water, nothing. And they start to hallucinate and they get this mirage and it's like this paradise. And then they get so disappointed, they think they're drinking water and then they end up eating the sand, which is totally nasty, by the way. <laughs> but this isn't a mirage. God doesn't give you an illusion. He doesn't give you a promise and not come to it. I mean, when you think of the songs we sing, he's a way maker, miracle worker, and he's a promise keeper. He's not like your friend or anyone that has disappointed you that gives you a promise and he doesn't do it. No, he keeps his promises. He will always keep his promises. And go check in the Bible, guys. There's more than a hundred promises for you. And he can give you the promise, but if you don't receive the promise, then, then he can't give it to you. It's like me, if I want to give you a present, you don't work for it. I mean, think about it. Why do you get presents on your birthday? You're celebrating something that you didn't do anything. You literally were just born and you're getting gifts, which is so awesome. But there's only two things you can do with a gift. You can or receive it or reject it. I think most people don't reject gifts. Like I don't, I don't reject gifts. I'm like, oh, cool, free gift. And there's no terms and conditions apply, guys. This is even the sacrifice of Jesus. It's a gift. You can either, you can receive it or you can reject it. God gives you that choice. The one thing that stood out for me um, in Sunday's preaching was he says spring forth. The phrasing for spring forth refers to a branch and the vine. And that immediately jumps and reminds me of John 15 verse 1 to 3. And I'm going to read it for you guys now. John 15 verse 1 to 3. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Whoa. So at first glance, this verse looks super scary just because of these two words, he takes away. Now the word for take away in Greek, which is the original um, language of the New Testament, is aro. And aro means to raise or to lift up. So when we look at this at context, and that time in Greek times when they had vine dresses and they were busy pruning grapes and things like that, when a, a branch wasn't bearing fruit, it was for, it didn't get enough sun. So what they used to do is they didn't cut it off. They literally lifted it up 
just a little bit so that it would get sun. That is that is truly amazing. And what is this relevant to me anyway? Why do I need to know <laughs> how to make wine? I mean, I'm just a teenager. I don't drink wine. That's not what I want you to see. I want you to see the lift up part. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he lifts up. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. So when you're not bearing fruit, and when it says when it just says fruit, it means the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I do not always have these three fruits. I am not always patient. And then I'm like, God, there's just some days where I am not the best person. Where I, my heart is not bad towards other people, but there are some days where I just have bad days or, or bad moments and um, this is so amazing for me because God doesn't condemn you or leave you in that place have you ever had a day have you ever had your heart broken so much that all you want to do is curl up in a ball in your bed and you don't want to speak or see the world you just want to stay there in that dark desolate place God doesn't leave you there he lifts you up when you allow him to he lifts you up he holds you he comforts you and he brings you to the light He's not going to cut you off just because you had a bad day or a bad moment. Those are the moments that God is reaching out to you. And he's like, I know you had a bad day. I know you, 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 someone broke your heart. I know a friend was mean to you. I know if people rejected you and I, your parents don't understand you. But I am here for you. I am there holding you. And that's what God wants. He wants this intimate relationship with us. He wants to be our best friend. And, and being someone's best friend is literally about talking to them, building relationship with them. And guys, don't please don't don't take this as a pressure thing. Don't take this as, oh, no, no, I need to talk to God and read the Bible every day. No, that that's not what this means. It starts with the small things. Tell God about your day. If you're not a, when you make choices like God, do you think I should do this? Start involving him in your day just talking to him and that's how you build relationship with him and that's step by step when you're struggling all it takes is god please help me i remember there were days where where i was all my prayers all my words that i had for god was please help me because i'm an extrovert <laughs> and when i'm not always around people i can get very depressed and i overthink and i'm stuck in my thoughts and i feel like in this deep dark place and the only words i have is god please help me and he always comes through, guys. He always, always, always does. In that moment, I remember asking him, God, please help me. And I was just crying and, yeah, being emotional, you know. <laughs> or I was like, oh, no, Annie, you're being emotional again. And I cried. And then after I cried, I had this peace all of a sudden over me. And the only thing I remember is feeling this, this warm, loving feeling like God was telling me, my daughter, I love you. Because sometimes that's the only thing you need to hear. Sometimes when you're struggling, when people are mean to you, when, you, when your marks aren't working great, all you need sometimes to hear is, I love you. I'm here. Because we're all yearning for, for someone to constantly be there for us. But, but we put this godly expectation on people. And when they, don't, when, when they don't come to that expectation, we're disappointed or we get hurt. Because we're like, no, they're my best friend. They're supposed to understand everything. Guys, they're just human. Oh my word. If, if they make a joke with you and you get offended and you're like, oh, I'm never going to speak to you again because you hurt me. Sometimes that person didn't even know they hurt you. 
guys, and I'm speaking here from experience. I've been that person that made a joke and for some reason I've offended this person and I've hurt them and they didn't tell me. And then only afterwards I was like, yes, I'm sorry. I didn't know this. This was a, this hurt you so much. I didn't mean that. And then roles were swapped as well. I've had friends that did things that made me feel so excluded and I'm like, God, what the heck? I thought these are my best friends. But no, they don't know. They don't They don't know what they don't know. And I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> and um, I remember talking to God. I'm like, God, I want a best friend that's like constantly there for me, that gives me advice, that just loves me no matter what. <laughs> and I, right then, I was like, I'm not talking about a person. I'm talking about God here because he's the only one who does that. And you might have the the um argument like how dare i go to an almighty god guys yes we weren't worthy we've done so many things wrong but god so loved us that he's he gave his only son so all of our sins everything is forgiven and because of jesus we can come to god as our father our, our, our best friend we can talk to him like a daughter and if you and if you don't have a, a awesome example of a dad then go read the bible go read how he is so god is love and love is patient and kind and more goodness and faithfulness towards you even when you don't have so i just want you guys to settle that in your hearts and then if you feel like you've had the worst day ever if you feel like i'm in this wilderness i don't even see the way i don't see the paradise guys joshua 1 verse 8 says meditate on my word day and night and that word for meditate is read over and over again. It's, it's not reading the whole Bible in 24 hours. No, it's taking that verse that really speaks to you, that verse that, that comforts you and reading it over and over and over again. Pastor Josh had this amazing example of when him and Pastor Tara were young and they were writing letters to each other. And um, he used to take those letters from Pastor Tara and keep, fold it up and keep it in his school blazer and he would read it over and over and over again, even though he, he could say the letter word for word. We can remodernize this and say, remember that WhatsApp chat you had with your specific person. And it was such a nice WhatsApp chat and you would read it over and over and over again. You would read through the chat and giggle. And yes, guys, that is what girls do. <laughs> but even guys, when, when you, you had an awesome WhatsApp conversation with a girl and you want to read it over and over again because they say things like you're awesome oh you're amazing it's it's extremely sad when you break up with that person or, or when it's over and then you still want to go read but instead of bring it bringing you joy it brings you sadness and that's the difference between that whatsapp chat and jesus's and god's letter in the bible for you it will not bring you sadness it will bring, it will encourage you, it will motivate you, it will be there for you guys. Find your WhatsApp status scripture. Find that scripture that every time you've gone through something bad, you just keep going back to it, keep going back to it. I have a verse like that, and it's Proverbs 3 verse 5, which is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Every time I go through something, every time I mean, when it, it feels like this day is not working for me, I go back to it and it says trust in the Lord with all your heart. And every time I read that verse over and over and I'm like, you know what, God, I can't do anything about the situation, but you can. I trust you. God always comes through. Maybe not the way that I thought he would, but he always comes through, even in a better way. Guys, what I want you to understand um, is God's heart toward you 
is that you will prosper, is that you will have an amazing life. It doesn't mean there's going to be no trials. It means that when you go through trials, God helps you come out better. He, he, his, he, so let's, let's rephrase this. Let's get a picture in our mind, right? I want you to see a puzzle piece. So God is almighty. He knows everything. He can do everything, right? And he made you. So which means he knows you better than you even know yourself. He's designed you. He knows your personality. He knows what you would like. He knows your dreams. He knows everything, correct? And now add that view with his love for you. So he loves you unconditionally, unending, into infinity and beyond. You can't, you, our human mind can't comprehend how much he loves us, okay? So then look at the picture again. So if he's almighty, he knows everything, he can do anything, and he loves you, then that means his will for you is better than you could think, better than you can comprehend. You might think you want it one way, and then you ask God, okay, God, let's do it this way. And he's like, okay, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it this way for you, but you got to trust me. And you're like, okay, God, I trust you. And then you see it works out better. Like, let's take a stupid example. Say... Um, you're a guy and you got a crush on this girl and you're like, oh God, she's such so amazing. Like when she walks in the wind, her hair just blows and you hear the theme music and she's, she's just beautiful and she's so nice. And you're like, God, please let her be my girlfriend. And it doesn't work out that way. Why wouldn't it work out that way? Because you think you want that girl. But in the meantime... She might be crazy. <laughs> she might not be ready. She, she might be looking nice on the outside, but actually she's going through a lot of stuff. And you, if you go in a relationship with her, you're not going to be happy. So God, God doesn't lead you from one place to another so that you can go through bad things. No. When you trust him, when you're like, God, I trust you, he will work it out for your good. He knows the people around you, their hearts. He knows the world he he knows these things and he knows the way for you and here's the thing guys god doesn't force his plan on you he's he he's not forcing anything on you he gives you a choice he gives you a choice and sometimes it looks like it's so much easier to take the normal route the normal way that the world says i need to do this and that pastor josh said this amazing quote yesterday and he said god doesn't leave you wandering Wandering is not God's way. He's not going to make you walk around in the desert for 40 years. That wasn't God's choice. God told Moses, go into the promised land. Moses sent spies, and when the spies came back, 10 of them were like, no, we, no, we can't do this. There's giants and stuff. And then two of them were like, no, let's do this. God is God. So the 10 spies had their eyes and their focus on the situation. The two spies had their eyes and focus on God. And Moses had a choice. Instead of listening to God, he listened to the people. And then when he listened to the people, they wandered in the desert. And God, don't get me wrong, God didn't like, oh, you didn't listen to me, you're not going in the promised land. No. That's the consequence, what happens when you don't listen to God. There are consequences, guys. So here's the thing. When you listen to God, you go into the promised land. You prosper. Things work out for your good. You have favor where, where you don't understand where favor is coming from. Your marks go up. You, you, all of a sudden, you, you have this confidence where you were like, I didn't have this before. Not because of anything you, you did. The only thing you did was look to Jesus and his finished work and his love for you. And all you did was listen to him. 
And that's what happened. Those two spies with Joshua and Caleb, those two spies were like, no, our God is big. They entered the promised land. Joshua conquered. He took lands. And every time he listened to God, it worked out for him and the nation's good. And that is the result of following God's way. You won't be wandering like the rest of the people that isn't listening to God. You won't be in fear. You won't won't have these anxiety. And even when those thoughts come, every time you look to God, you turn out better. I remember being in high school and, which wasn't that long ago, by the way. And I remember all of this. I, I, guys, I was, let's be honest here. When I was in grade eight, I wasn't. I wasn't popular. I was shy. I felt insecure about everything, how what I looked like, what I thought, what I said. And then when I looked to how much God loved me, I, I, it, it, it didn't happen instantly, but all of a sudden I had this confidence. I had this, this, like, I know who I am and I don't, I don't need people's approval. And it's still a journey. Sometimes I, I still want to please people, but I've noticed every single time I listen to God, it just works out for my good guys. And that's what I want to leave you guys with today is look to Jesus, look to him, ask him for advice, listen to his word and what he has for you because it will work out for your good. Trust in him and he will show you the way to the promised land. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Thank you for joining us in the Redemption Youth podcast. Hope to see you guys next week again for another amazing episode. And yeah, if you guys have any testimonies, please DM us on our Instagram page and have one amazing week.